welcome to How Schools Work, where we discuss creative initiatives and innovation at Mamaroneck High School. My name is Stevie Georgiakakis. Mamaroneck High School is known as being one of the largest and most complex school buildings. Anyone who first steps into our school will marvel at the architecture, the grandiosity of it all. For this episode, however, we'd like to spotlight a more natural aspect of MHS that often gets overlooked garden that has been budding right outside the overpass doors leading into the junior parking lot. Dr. Vilpova, a physics teacher, and Miss Palakar, a biology teacher, have built and maintained this garden together, along with the help of some dedicated students and parents. It has become less of just a beautiful addition to the school and more of a way to strengthen our community as well. My colleague, Artie Donahue, and I sat down with Dr. Vilpova and Miss Palakar in order to get a better sense of what this garden means to them what it has the potential to grow into. Dr. Filbova, Ms. Palakar, thank you so much for being here and discussing the story of this garden with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Just to start off, could you explain to us how this garden came to be? Well, the garden came to be six years ago. It's relatively young, and uh, it was a combination of two ideas I had for a few years before it actually like became a garden. So I'm a AP teacher, and uh, right after the AP, AP exam, we have time to do fun uh, project-based assignments. So for years, we would do Rube Goldberg machines, sometimes wind spinners, sometimes mobiles, like anything that moves and reflects physics. And I always wanted to share my students' work because they look amazing, and I want everyone to look and enjoy them. And I never ever had space, of course, to do that because classroom space is, like my, my classroom is very small. So I wanted to share students' work. That's thing number one. Thing number two, I usually park um, in the lot near the assistant principal office and right near the plot of land that is now our garden. And before it became a garden, it was very, let's say, sad looking. A lot of land with a lot of weeds. It looked abandoned. And I would pass it, and I would think, like, it would be nice to have flowers here just to, you know, welcome everyone who enters through those doors. And finally, in uh, 2017, spring 2017, like, two ideas combined in my head, and I said, maybe we can make something like a garden gallery. But I knew I could not do it by myself. I knew... Immediately, it has to be a collaborative project, so I reached out to many people, and initially, of course, to um, AP bio teacher, Miss mm-hmm. O'Reilly. She supported me, and she said it would be great for her students as well. And we shared with uh, science colleagues, and Miss Pelikar immediately joined uh, with her students. So everyone was very supportive. We spoke to Miss Klein. She gave us a go-ahead, and uh, we finally spoke to our students, and they went straight to work. So we did a lot of digging, we took turns to pull weeds out, we purchased soil and fertilizers, plants, and finally we hung all those beautiful students' projects that you can see now. And that's how it it came to life. Yeah, that's great. You mentioned two aspects to this, your personal love for gardening as well as the projects of your students. Could you maybe explain how you've incorporated your science classes into this, what the garden mobiles are? Or anything we call kinetic sculptures. Mm-hmm. This should reflect stability and um, center of mass position to make them stable and make them movable. So all of this makes sense when you take AP 
physics one class because we study those concepts. And when kids apply them in real life and reflect them in, in projects, it's just a beautiful display of physics they learn, and it's fun. So what plants are in this garden? Uh, so if we were to go outside right now, what plants would we see, and why did you choose those ones specifically? We started off with the hollies to block off the window. So we pulled out the weeds and then we put holly plants over there. And then besides that, we decided that since we had a bee club and there were bees, we wanted plants that are good for the bees. So we planted lavender, which is supposed to be very good for the health of the bees. Then we started planting some annuals. If you go out right now, we have lantana, we, we have, have pastas, columbine, anise, hyssop, and goldenrod, plant. So right now we have a mix of native plants and aesthetic beautiful plants. Yeah. Sounds like a great variety. Some of them are perennials, right? And, and some, some of them, of them are perennials. Some so it cuts, annuals. cuts our cost and cuts yes. a little bit of our work if they yeah. grow next year by themselves. You also mentioned the Bee Club. How did you get into that sort of collaboration? Did they approach you? Did you approach them? Well, Miss O'Reilly, who, who uh, was in this project, mm -hmm. was the main uh, you know, role person and the, and the key person in the Bee Club. So that was her idea, her, lo her love for bees. And it definitely matched our goal to support them, so to support our own bee beehives. And uh, Miss O'Reilly was in both projects. So from a science garden, we tried to make it a pollinator garden yes. so we can support the bee club. You both seem very passionate about the garden. Are there any goals for the future? Is there any more plants you would want to add? Or We definitely want to make connections with Mamaroneck enlargement community because mm -hmm. we know there are a lot of people who care about pollinators and they have their own pollinator gardens. And uh, most of those people are our parents. So, so we have a chance to connect with them. We did not connect yet, but it would be one of the goals, maybe, to unite efforts and, uh, you know, care uh, as much as they do about pollinators. Yeah, we have spring year. bulbs, so we're trying to extend the life of the garden. So we planted bulbs last fall, and so this spring we had uh, beautiful tulips, daffodils, crocuses, yes. hyacinths. So we're extending the length of the garden, you could say. I just want to mention that uh, there are students and students' parents who have donated plants also. Oh, very so nice. They, they've supported, yeah. yeah. Because I think the Maranek Larchmont community has the pollinator pathway. So they've been very helpful. So we are in contact with a lot of parents. And so they help us out too. That actually leads us straight into my next question. What do you think that this garden represents about our Mamaroneck High School community and the larger communities? Because I know personally that I signed up to help this summer with the garden, and I really enjoyed it. And you seem to be incorporating the student life in the summer and trying to incorporate the community. So what do you think that that represents? I think it, it sets a very good example for kids and for adults. Like if you plant something, you're responsible for that. Or if you like something, you have to work for that. And yes, I can say that this uh, year garden was saved by our students because it was very hot and dry. Yes. Not many chances for the rain and kids came and took care of plants. They watered, they fertilized and weeded around plants. Garden looks very healthy and fresh. So that's because of that care. So I'm very grateful to all students who helped us. Yeah, I also wanted to mention that as teachers, we also feel that collaborative effort is much, much, much better than individual effort. Mm -hmm. So this was good that, you know, a lot of kids came in together and helped out with the garden. 
That's great. And uh, lastly, this is a question for you both. What satisfaction do you get from this project on an emotional level? How does it tie into your personal emotions? What do you love about it? I love that everyone has a chance to see results of my students' work. So it's publicly displayed, and it does look beautiful. I'm very proud of what uh, they do uh, for physics projects. I'm proud that kids know they have to work to keep something beautiful and mm-hmm. like to, to make uh, beautiful gardens bloom. And they take responsibility for that, and I see results of their work. So I see that kids you know, are responsible, because if you plant something, you better like take care of it. I also hope that people smile when they enter the building and they see our blooming flowers, and it might brighten someone's day, which is a quite good outcome for us. It certainly brightens my day. Definitely <laughs> brightens mine. And I'm a biology teacher, so for me, this becomes like practice of ecology. So you're actually, whatever you learn in the classroom, you're putting it into practice. And um, I just want to mention that uh, we've been getting grants. We've been, oh, wow. Yeah. So a lot of the money that comes, comes from, from grants. It also comes from administration. They have been very supportive. So last year I got a grant for composter and uh, I was planning to get one big composter. Unfortunately, they ran out of that. So I ordered two composters, a standing composter. The other one is a tumbling one. So this becomes a nice science experiment, which one composts faster. You know, mm-hmm. I also want to teach the students about sustainability. You don't want to throw organic matter into the landfill. So I think this is a nice teaching experience also and for kids to learn also. Yes, it seems like you incorporate it into your lessons. For us as teachers and for them as students. Yes. Yes. I just want to say, I know we learn that science, of course, is all interconnected and they all build on top of each other, but I think it's amazing that we have a physics teacher and we have a biology teacher working on this garden. It's a living embodiment how science could make something happen make this garden happen i think that's that's amazing yes it's very interactive it really shows you how all the different sciences work together in the real world and i think that that's something that we didn't really learn in the middle school and it's a great opportunity to have it here in the high school thank you dr filipova thank you miss palakar thank you for having us and uh, so thank you everyone who helped us those years so there are a lot of people and and school principals and secretaries Mm -hmm. and uh, science teachers, custodians, custodians, and assistant uh, principal. And a big thank you to the parents and the students. So students have gone back home and told the parents and parents have donated plants and they've been very helpful. And it's incredible. It shows how really devoted yeah. this community is. Mm-hmm.